Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek, David Brooks, to learn more about his column this week. Hello, Dave. Hello, Sarah. So this week you spoke with Ron Pike, who's been working on the Monitor's Presses for 55 years, right? That is correct. 55 years. Uh, Ron is 80, and he just retired uh, in the last few weeks, uh, and he only quit because, uh, as he puts it, he bunged up his leg hurt his foot and so he just can't quite keep up with it anymore otherwise he'd still be working so did he say how things had changed since he got started here yeah um i mean that was kind of why i talked to him partly because hey 55 years on one job is pretty cool that doesn't happen too much anymore um particularly since by the way before that as a kid he delivered the monitor in fact he says he learned to read by reading the monitor so that's not too bad he had a he had a um he was a kid in epson back when it was a farming community and he had a paper route, and he said that 36 houses uh, covered seven miles because the houses are kind of spread out in a farming town. And the bundle of papers would be dropped off by the Suncook Valley Railroad at the local depot. And he'd go down and pick it up after school. It was an afternoon paper then. He'd pick up the bundle after school and then walk the seven miles, deliver it, and then go home. So get it from the railroad. He said it was a steam engine to start with, too. So his, uh, his experience goes back a ways. But anyway, I, so I talked to him partly because I was interested in, in him, obviously. He's, he's, a great guy. he's a really great guy. He lives, lives in Chichester, by the way. Um, but just to, to see what changes he'd seen in, in printing over the years. So when he started, uh, we were still, uh, uh, the monitor was down on State Street, old building. In fact, an older building that you might know about because it had a building and then they built a new one still on State Street. Uh, and it was a letterpress which was the old days is that the type was, uh, so people in the newsroom or in the advertising department, they'd, they'd put together their, their story or their material and they'd send it to the composing room, which was a bunch of people, I, probably all guys, probably all males, uh, sitting on giant linotype machines, which were these big, noisy, hot machines that you would type on a specialized uh, keyboard and it would Take your type, take take what you typed into it, and turn it into a single line of type in a uh, lead, tin, and um, antimony alloy. Uh, and the reason it was so hot, they had to melt this. They had to melt the lead in order so it could flow into it. They'd type one line of type, and it would harden the one line of type and spit it out. So it'd do one line of type at a time. Hence the name line of type machine. Oh no way! Oddly enough. Um, so they were still doing that, and then when he started, those uh, those metal lines of type would be picked up by the composing room, sent to the composing room, picked up by the composing room, and assembled by hand into each page of the paper. Uh, the, the type was backwards, mm -hmm. um, and they so they put it together in a, in a big plate, and then those plates would have to be picked up and taken to the press and laid down. Each one weighed about 30 pounds or so, he estimated. Laid down and then ink would be run over them and uh, paper would be run over that so the ink would be transferred to the paper and it would turn into a newspaper. That was, uh, that was the letterpress uh, machine that still did it. That was, that was the way that all printed material was made, you know, from probably the 1880s until, I don't know, World War II or thereabouts. Uh, in 1970, I think it was, uh, Monitor built a new building on State Street and switched to an offset press. And uh, there's a whole bunch of whole bunch of differences with an offset press, but but kind of the most interesting one is that now instead of having this big lead 
plate that weighed 30 pounds, the image was actually burned uh, onto an aluminum plate. The plate was coated with a, a photosensitive material. They'd, um, and after the composing room had assembled the, the page, they'd shoot a negative of it, put that negative over this photosensitive material and shine light on it. And all the parts where the light went through, which would be where the type was or where the pictures were, all those parts would harden. And the rest of the photosensitive material would stay soft and could be washed away. And therefore you could now use this aluminum plate instead of a big 30 pound plate to apply the ink. So you take those, you attach it to a roller, which spins around, ink gets put on it by one process, paper gets pressed against it at incredibly high speeds. It's really quite an impressive sight. You can still see our, uh, well, sort of. Anyway, um, still um, another one and the paper get off. So that was the offset press. So he had to switch his job working as a pressman learning that, but he said it was roughly the same. Um, and then he switched in 1990 that the monitor moved to our current site up here mm -hmm. by Sewell's Falls up in the north end of town. And we switched to a, a, what's called a flexo, flexographic press, which is a, a brand name. And it's kind of similar to an offset press, except there's some differences in, in the, particularly in the ink. It was able to use a different kind of ink that didn't rub off in your hands. It was more environmentally, uh, it was environmentally better easier to deal with, but kind of the, kind of the same idea. And you can still come down and, and see it uh, operating here, and it's it's pretty impressive. It's zipping around at high speed, So and he worked on that as well. Yeah, we just got rid of the film transfer a few years ago, three or four years ago. That's right. The, I, I didn't even mention that in the column. We don't take a picture of the, of the page anymore and turn it into a negative. Now it goes directly from the computers right to the plate uh, through a, some digital magic. <laughs> So all that was interesting to hear him talk about it. So, and uh, as I said, he's been doing it 55 years on and um, throughout the whole thing. It's um, sort of your 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 as I say, classic story of employment that, that doesn't happen too much anymore. Mm. So what is next for Ron? Well, what's next for Ron? Um, is he's, he's sort of reluctantly retired. He's he owns about 60 acres in Chichester. Uh, he and his brother Francis. Uh, used to milk cows on it. They had up to close to 100 head at one time. Um, that he, so he'd milk after his job or before his job. Uh, they got they were, they were got out of the business in the mid-80s when the government bought out a lot of smaller milk dairy farms. Uh, but he still has, uh, they still does haying and he's got, you know, a, a lot of uh, small-scale agriculture. He's got a couple of horses and he's got this, this delightful steer, this 2,100-pound you know, castrated bull named Ben, who's just a sweetheart. You can go and scratch his ear, and he come. Oh, he, he says he's a great. He's a great. He was uh, bought to be hamburger, but I suspect he will live out his life as a pet. So, and uh, and the monitor, of course, uh, will continue without Ron. Unfortunately, without Ron, but we'll continue as as you know. We're going to be moving the press in the next few months before the end of the year to the new building, um, the old Rivco building down in Penacook. We're in the process of uh, of renovating and installing. Going back to a letter, actually going off back to um, an offset press because the technology has improved quite a lot since the 1990 when we switched, and for a variety of reasons, it's a lot cheaper to operate amongst other things. But so um, it, this will be printing us in the Valley News from Hanover, um, and Adnack Ledger, the weekly paper from Peterborough, as well as a lot of commercial printing operations. That, to be perfectly honest, is uh, one of the things that's that's a, a, a business success for the monitor these days. Uh, despite uh, 
you know, despite what you hear about digital information, printing things on paper is, can still be a, a pretty good business if you do it right. Um, so let's hope it, they keep doing it right for a while so my <laughs> paycheck doesn't bounce. So, so there you go. All right. Thanks, Dave. You bet. You can learn more about Ron Pike from David's article and see photos of him with his steer Ben online at ConcordMonitor.com. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just about. The theme music is Little Smartphone People from the Spied Kicks. <laughs>